Hi there, I'm Claire from the HR Trends podcast. And this interview at the HR Tech Conference is amazing. We have Shelly Zalas, the CEO and founder of The Female Quotient, speaking with Chelsea Lugiano, a customer engagement manager at Unum. Enjoy. All right, Shelly, thank you so much for being here today. Um, so you're a CEO and founder of Female Quotient, which is dedicated to um, pay equity in the workforce. That's incredible. That's a, you know, a great passion of ours. What ignited this passion for you? What made you decide like you needed to do something about leveling the playing fields? Well, so uh, first of all, the Female Quotient is all about changing the equation, closing the gender gap as a whole. So yeah. uh, way more than just pay equity. Yeah. Um, you know, I was... Uh, the only female CEO top 25 in market research my entire career. So for me, I was an only and lonely, and I realized after I had sold my company, it was time for me to give back with generosity what I wish I had rising the ranks. So mm-hmm. I sort of fell into the business of equality mm-hmm. from the business of research, and here I am today, so. Yeah, that's incredible. That's all about, right? Like bringing people with you on the way up. That's so important to, to helping women get, get to those positions. You know, I, I always think, you know, when people say, well, how did you um, decide to do, it was never a decision. I, yeah. I just kind of made it up and ended up where I, I am today. I always say they're heartbeat moments. Yeah. I follow my heart. And, you know, there's the cognitive when you think about mm-hmm. something you know, things that come from a textbook, and yep. then there's those things that you just follow your heart, when your heart goes ba-boom, 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 yeah. and next thing you know, you end up mm-hmm. where you end up, and when purpose meets passion, you're unstoppable, and I am very unstoppable these days. I love that, when purpose meets passion, that's incredible. What a great way to put that. Yeah, uh, so um, I'm a working mom myself, I've got three young kids, I'm sure people come to you all the time, right, and they're like, what's your advice for either professional women or people managing, you know, working moms and caregivers, like trying to balance everything in the workplace, how can an employer show support for those people kind of balancing it all and doing it all? Well, first of all, get rid of the word balance, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I think that there's no such thing as balance, yeah. life is not 50-50. It is definitely not neat and tidy. It is Mm. quite messy. Mm -hmm. And so I always think there's five dimensions in life. There is your work. There is your family. Mm -hmm. There is your your philanthropy, your your give back. There is your friends. And then the fifth dimension in life that people always forget about is yourself. And, you know, that is a really important thing that we Mm -hmm. cannot forget about. So, you know, there's those five buckets and you can't, think about them as equal slices of a pie. You know, I always talk about life stage accommodation, which, you know, there's different stages of your life, and depending on those different stages, you can't Mm -hmm. divide them up all equally. So sometimes you gotta prioritize depending on where you are in life. And those are the choices that you have to make. You can't, you know, do them all. So, you know, different stages of my life, sometimes I would combine my, you know, my exercise and my girlfriends and Mm -hmm. put them together, and I didn't really work out very heavily, but I chatted a lot with my girlfriends. You know, so it really depends. You know, community might not take the priority sometimes, or I didn't bake the cupcakes. I would put them on the plate nicely and bring them to school. You gotta, you know, really think about those things. But my family always came first, and you know, mm-hmm. I have a no regret policy. Yep. I never want to look back and say shoulda, woulda, coulda. And I can guarantee you in life, people will never remember the meeting that you missed or the business trip you didn't take but yep. your family will always remember that mm-hmm. you were there for them. So always Absolutely. put your family first. That's always the most important thing. 
Um, so care, you know, these are, you know, my husband and I, I have three kids now, yeah. you know, one is 26, one is 28, one is 32. Yeah. And, you know, the care is, is one of those important things. My husband and I were partners. There was no mother, yeah. father role, those traditional roles. Totally. We shared responsibility at home, which gave us both equal opportunity at work. So that to me is something that is incredibly important. We divided and conquered our responsibilities at home. So he was responsible for X, Y, and Z, and I was for, responsible for A, B, and C. That's incredible. And yeah. the rule we made was if one of us was traveling, the other couldn't travel. And if one was traveling, we assumed the other's responsibility. And, you know, he was responsible for sports, so my kids played ice hockey. <laughs> when he was gone, they, they definitely, their ankles wobbled on the ice. But, you know, it was what it was. Yeah. You know, I Absolutely. just told them, don't fall. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Deal with it. And, you know, it, it really did work. And, you know, we were great partners. And in the workplace, you know, the best I could say for employees is if you want the best, you know, for employers, if you want the best leaders, mm -hmm. understand that they're going to be caregivers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, accommodate because it really is, they're gonna go through their moments, but it's a lot harder to replace than to retain. Absolutely. So retain your best employees and, and work through their life stages. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. And don't make it a taboo topic. Like, what is the big deal about picking up your kids? Don't hide these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so stupid that you sneak out of your office to go pick your kids up from the doctor or from the right, soccer game. Right, like some game. dirty or... secret. <laughs> it's like, no, I've got a family. I've got a life. I've got more things, like, outside of the work. And, yeah. and why is that a taboo topic? Mm -hmm. You know, when you're sitting mm -hmm. around in a board meeting, whether you're a man or a woman, talk about it. Yeah. Say, I'm going to pick up my kids. I'm going to the doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my mother for lunch. Yeah. Open up the conversation and go around the circle and say, what are you going to do? Absolutely. I'm going to work out. And then when you open it up, everyone will talk about it. Yeah, I feel like Put it also pictures humanizes. pictures of your kids on your yeah. tables. Yeah. Like, why is that a secret? It shouldn't be. I totally agree. I think it like humanizes people in the workplace too, right? Like you build those connections, you make, you know, you find the common ground and it helps you work together better. I feel like across the board anyways, when you know more about someone, you understand how they work, what they care about, what their passion is, where their, where their energy lies. Like it's way easier to communicate with them on, on, you know, the way they like to communicate and understand what's important to them. So I totally agree. Humanizes people. And, but also yeah. why do people wait until they're 60 years old to go on a date? Yeah. You know, not everyone has kids, but <laughs> People have personal lives. Absolutely. You know, so not all single people should be mm -hmm. working the long hours either. Totally you know, Everyone true. wants to have one life with many dimensions in it. That's you know, absolutely it's, true. It's not just the people with children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we have to understand that too. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, right? It shouldn't be like, oh, they've got kids, so you're working all the long time. Like, no, it's it's their life as well. They're, they're free to spend it however they choose, and it shouldn't... Yeah, and yeah. you know, we, we also should think about not just maternity leave mm -hmm. or paternity leave or even parental leave. Yeah. What about calling it care leave? Absolutely. Or what if we call it care stay? Mm-hmm. You know, so that you don't just have a child for three months. That child is in your life. <laughs> yeah. You know, That's and so how do we point. accommodate your life mm -hmm. that you enjoy, where your career is a part of it? That's Your family is a part of it. No one's going away. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So yeah, we, think about that. We talk about that a lot about how, you know, how it's not like an 
either or, right? Like it's an and. So it, don't, you know, people try to implement policies, which are great, right? Like they have the best intentions. We've got a great parental leave policy. We've got great, you know, but what about the people who don't have kids, to your point? What about the people that are caregivers for elderly parents or for, you know, special needs family members or anything like that? Like they should feel supported as well. Making sure that your benefits are inclusive for all people, all stages of their lives so that they well, feel supported. Well, and you think about that. You think about everyone talking about the best leaders today mm. are human leaders, empathetic yes. leaders, compassionate leaders, mm -hmm. passionate leaders, collaborative leaders. What do you see as HR's top challenge in the coming year? What do you think is going to be the, their biggest pain point in the next year? Well, you know, I think that we have been adapting HR to fill the needs that we have. And so HR is picking up a lot of roles mm, that they weren't so necessarily trained for. Mm -hmm. um, and HR historically has just been evolving their roles yep. and responsibilities. HR became DEI. HR became HR is just like picking up just everything. One hat. Yep, the human people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, HR became uh, you know they they were just paper people mm -hmm. filling yep. out the papers and the forms, That's and then it. they became the diversity people. Then they became the D. E people, then they became the DEI people, and then they became the DEI and A people, and then they became the people people, and then they became the purpose people, and then they became, they had to pick up everything, and everything. now they're the therapists, and That's now right. they're yeah. everything. The last question we've been asking all of our um, industry experts are if you could give us one word for HR for the new year, one word that they should focus on, one word they should strive to, what would be your one word for HR for next year? What should they, what should they strive to or? focus on. Oh, can I have three words? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. And I'll prioritize. <laughs> okay. Um, Reimagination. Yep. Power. Power. Mm -hmm. And um, accountability. Accountability. I love that. I love that. I love reimagination too. Like reimagine the workforce, the hiring process, the people, the culture, everything. Just reimagine. Unum is a registered trademark and marketing brand of Unum Group and its insuring subsidiaries.